You are listening to the Outer Hours Podcast. I am your host, Dylan, joined today with our host, Benji. We do hope you enjoy our content, and if you do, please feel free to give us a follow over on Twitter at Outer Hours or Instagram at Outer.Hours. Benji, so you know last year I went through a weight loss uh, yeah, um, and went from about 225 to 180, 185-ish. Hey, you're like a, in a matter completely of new person. To an extent, <laughs> yeah. I've at least lost three of my chins, which were a shame. A lot of them were my favorites. The one I have left is the annoying son who won't leave me alone. <laughs> so that's unfortunate that he's just sticking around. The one who's in his sixth um, year of college. Yeah, like, come on, move on with your life. Get off of me. Stop leeching from me. Let's go, Van Wilder. It's time to go. Uh, But I I mentioned that because I started running again. And I'm going a different route about it this time. I'm not doing such a drastic diet where it's basically I eat for six hours a day and I fast for 18. Um, It worked really well, but I would just fucking quite often hate yourself i would well, not hate myself i wouldn't like overindulge or overeat um because i would do like not keto to an extent because i would still eat carbs because i'll binge if i don't but i would limit my carbs so much that come like the weekend i'm like oh it's my cheat meal day and i need like seven thousand calories <laughs> i get like a large pizza have like a Pancakes, scrambled eggs, <laughs> bacon in the morning. I just scarf this shit down. I'm the carb load for the weekend. And like I said, yeah, I'm just banking up my carbs for the <laughs> week, essentially. And it was great because I, I did lose. I was losing on average like two, three pounds a week. I was just dropping. I went from a 38 inch waist to a 32. Um, yeah, uh, I, I'm back up to a. Th- well, I heard uh, intermittent fasting is actually a pretty effective diet, but you need like some serious like impulse control for that. I could never do it. So I, I and I am back to intermittent fasting, but I have it in an extended rage now. So it'll be eight hours that I'll eat pretty much from 11 to seven. I'll allow myself to eat um, anything after that. I don't and anything prior. Uh, I'll drink coffee, but I drink black coffee. I don't put anything in this. I'm not breaking my fast with like creamer. I don't have iced coffee in the afternoon with the creamer or something in it just for the extra flavor. But I'm kind of going about it a different way now. Um, I'm going to eat pretty much whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> but I'm going to instead instead of counting like macros and carbs and everything, I'm just going to calorie count it. So I can have my pieces of pizza if I want, but I can only eat so much of it. Right. So now when the weekends come, I'm not like, oh, I have to have this. I need this. It's now, okay, well, I ate 1,600 calories of foods pretty much consistently. My breakfasts are all the same. It's always scrambled eggs and some sort of meat with it just because it keeps me fucking full. Um, but I, I have a higher hope for this round of getting back to my goal weight that I want, which is 150, 155 for my height being 5'7". Uh, of not only just getting there, but being able to consistently stay at it. Because right. I've put on weight since last year from stopping. Not as much nearly to where I am. I have to buy new clothes. But from like a 32-inch waist to a 33, my stomach, while well, didn't have like abs, but it's like a little more beer belly-ish again. Um, right, like, my mantids are a little bit back. Like a modified dad bod. Kind of sort yeah, of. I'm like an, like an like an expecting dad bod. <laughs> like my, I, I'm just getting ready for that moment. Oh, but I went for a run the other day. Uh, first one in. God, seven, six. No, it's June. First one in a, nine months. of like an actual run. And are your legs able to function normally today? Or are you doing that funky wobble or like your legs are all solid wood and you're just like. <laughs> so it's 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 a it's a little bit of both, to be honest. Um, So in the morning, I was like, I feel good. Given I was still laying down, didn't do any actual movement yet. Got up, took one step and my legs just like locked up. <laughs> they were like, oh, hit the ground. Oh, like, nope, going no, down. no, 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 no. <laughs> Um, so I, I can definitely like walk around. It is a little sender or tender. Uh, I went for a three mile walk this morning. 
just to try and get some exercise in that wasn't going to tear up my legs. And that was nice while I was doing it. My legs didn't hurt. But now throughout the day, they're they're real sore and my lungs feel like somebody took sandpaper to them and just rubbed all over it. <laughs> it's the perk of being an overweight mouth breather. <laughs> but Yeah. Um. So fuck your lungs. Uh, you're not going to feel good for about three weeks and uh, you're going to be back here doing this tomorrow. Dude, no bullshit. It it feels like I smoked a pack of cigarettes last night. Oh, but I mean, you don't have that. Yeah. Gross taste in your mouth and you're not, you know, packing it, your entire lung up. Um, so what what's your running cadence like with your breathing? Like, because I know back when I used to run five miles a day, like getting my cadence down really helped me a lot. Yeah. Um, so I am still very much an amateur runner. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as that, I try to run at about six miles an hour. It's a good jogging pace for me. Yeah, uh, the, the 10 minute mile, the airborne shuffle, my uh, if that's what, <laughs> what you refer to it as. Yeah, my uh, my breathing cadence is pretty much every breath of air I take. I'm gasping for dear life <laughs> and I exhale it as fast as possible, which just makes it worse. Um, I do know I need to work on like slowing my breathing, breathing through my nose. I know it's better for your lungs to get oxygen in. And I start off fine with that. But after about two seconds of me actually running, my body goes into you're going to fucking die. We need to get oxygen inside of you mode. So start breathing through your mouth like an idiot. I, yeah, and just instinctively. And I think it's because when I was younger, like before I had smoked for s- seven years, I don't smoke cigarettes anymore. Thank God. Um, but back when I was real active, played soccer. I had like a, a real good was aero- anaerobic aerobic. I. Shit, I don't know. I'm I'm not a fitness person. I could breathe well. We, we could always ask. I could level. breathe well. He he he'd be able to tell us. Um. Yeah, where's that? I should bring him back for another episode. <laughs> hey, so when you run and breathe, what's that called? Thanks for coming on. Have Thanks. a good one. See you next um, time. <laughs> but I I would always like I was a big mouth breather. At least I think I was for that. Um, and I never really had any issues with it. But now, yeah, I mean, I have ex smoker lungs. I'm. According to my scale and doctor, 30 pounds overweight, down from 70 pounds overweight. So I'll take it. Uh, but I think if I can get that breathing down, yeah, it um, should help. Because like I said, uh, I, I wasn't the best runner in the army for like the first three years. Um, but after running twice a day, like three miles each, I, I learned that really getting your rhythm and your cadence down was the best thing and then next thing you know i'm running like six miles like without breaking a sweat doing road guard and if you don't know what road guard is is like you sprint ahead of the pack and you you put your hands out like you shall not pass while my unit runs past you so and that's usually a little bit heavier on your your running but i personally haven't actually ran ran in oh god years so you know I blew up my knee. I get shin splints. I got flat feet. Uh, this yeah. spring, I was doing sabaki ball, which is kind of like hockey on grass. And the first, okay. the first time I played it, you know, I push myself because I'm very competitive. So it's like, yeah, if if I don't die, I'm not trying hard enough. But like the next I day, feel that when it comes to that stuff, yeah, the the next day I got up and I stepped out of bed and I like hit the fucking floor, like my legs. <laughs> <laughs> and like i i got my apartments on the second floor so like i didn't have to go to class because it was monday but tuesday i'm like wobbling down the steps like picking up one leg picking up the other and moving it down and it's just like yeah walking so wooden but you know after like two weeks i got back into it and wasn't hurting as bad i feel you with the shin splints um i started running in last year for the first time again and like just shoes that weren't like made for a fat man to be running in (laughs) they were very uncushioned um i would get terrible terrible shin splints ended up buying these compression sleeves for my like my calves and my legs um to run i have terrible knees you've heard me complain about me having to pop my knee all the time yeah i think that's just from years of yeah years of soccer being terrible with that pole vaulting and then 
getting fat and putting all that pressure on it consistently. Um, I ended up going to a running store and we got this pair of shoes that are called Hoka's. Right. Um, they're very, very padded running shoes and that felt great. And then it started to hurt more when I would run in those. I don't know why. I think it was just too much cushion. Cause like I would, I would run, push and then like sink in and then push off again. Right. I would, try getting some uh orthotics like you can get cheap ones like i think walmart has that dr shoals stand thing and they're like oh yeah get these and then bake them in your oven for 25 minutes yeah uh those would help so i i do i i did get orthotics um from cvs conveniently from a dr shoals <laughs> machine um they were like 80 bucks though so it scanned my feet and like all different things had me like stand one foot and like wobble my foot and put pressure on it. And it would, I could take a heat map of where my foot had pressure on it. I have super high arches, yeah, which is wild because I have like corns on the side of my foot. Well, yeah, that's, uh, they don't hurt. It, it When your foot has any sort of deformity, you'll get corns, you'll get bunions and you'll get um, calluses. Like I God, this is embarrassing. I had like a half inch bunion that they like shaved off. And yeah, it was like you could barely flick it. And I was like, yep, nope, I'm done. I'm sitting down for three hours. I remember the first time I saw a bunion, uh, my girlfriend's friend had one and I was unaware of what this was. And she took off her shoes and she's barefoot and no bullshit. <laughs> I literally looked at it, pointed and went, what the fuck is that? <laughs> it's like um, it's like an extra foot. Trying I thought to so bad. Out. <laughs> Yeah, I was, I was like, what, what is, like, you have like a three inch thing, I think outside of your foot, what's going on? Yeah, I, horrible response to it. I didn't know what it was. And like, obviously people have no control over that. I was yeah. 17. Uh, but yeah, I have calluses. I have one callus. It's on my right foot, by the way. My left foot's perfectly fine. But I have a callus at the ball of my foot. Um, I know nobody can no, see. Don't show me your feet. Don't, what I'm referring don't to. I don't want to see your fucking but feet. I have one, I have socks on. Don't make it weird. Um, but I have one of the ball of my foot. And then I have a corn on the side of my foot right there. And thankfully, neither hurt when I walk on it or have pressure on it. Um, but I also. Like they'll go away and come back depending on the shoes that I wear. Yeah. So like for all my tennis shoes and stuff and boots, um, there's this hiking company called Merrill. They're not like high end quality stuff. I'll tell you the middle tier. But all of their stuff fits me perfectly. I have no pain with it. Um, through my five pairs of running shoes, one of them, after like two miles, don't hurt my feet. It's a pair of Sacconis or Sacconis, <laughs> however the fuck they're pronounced. Um, those are the ones I run in now. They're like middle padding. Uh, but anyways, yeah, I would get terrible shins <laughs> when I have terrible feet. But I love the feeling of running when I'm done. Yeah. Um, you get I know good- the quote unquote <laughs> runner's high. Well, yeah, it's just your endorphins kicking uh, in. Yeah, and I've only had that happen to me a couple of times. And every time it's been harder to, like, have it happen again. It doesn't have gone longer than before. But that feel like I just feel so, like, happy. Yeah, you're like in a good I'm mood doing afterwards. It when I'm done. And, like, it's like, okay, let's fucking do this. Yeah. I'm ready to face the world. That's that's why a lot of people get up and yeah. they're like, <laughs> let me go run three, four miles to start my day. And I'm ready to go for the day. Um yeah, that's that was the best feeling in the world. But now I'm just like, I'm just so like my lower body is so fucking busted. I just can't do it. Yeah, I got to get, I think, like a knee brace or that Luco tape for my knee. Uh, um, just, just my kneecap doesn't little, shift, but I get real bad pain on it. You might have a meniscus tear. You might want to talk to your doctor about that. Well, so that's why I stopped running last year is because I fucked my my knee up. I like couldn't like I could run, but it would start to hurt after maybe 30 seconds. That quad muscle would just be like it just felt so tight yeah. all the time. So I was like, I got to I got to stop. I think I went too hard running, too, because for three months, I had no issues with it. And then I went from running three to four times a week to running every morning, running right. every day. And I wasn't giving my body time to rest enough up time heal. to recover. I probably wasn't eating the right foods for my body to try and even recover it. I'd have like <laughs> one of those recovery shakes. 
You just okay. pour oh, like yeah. a spoonful of powder into water. Let me uh hear some liquid chalk and <laughs> Yeah. Uh so this time around I'm kind of taking everything a little bit slower, a little bit smarter. Um I don't like where I live, but we have some great running areas. Um we have the Milwaukee River Trail, which covers collectively about an eight mile distance. It's right. down by the river. It's um, all dirt trails. So it kind of feels like you're running through the woods. Um, that is hands down probably one of my favorite places. I live right on the beach of Lake Michigan. So for the inland ocean that is Lake Michigan, I can essentially run until either I'm done or I hit private property. Yeah. I know uh, here in Tempe, uh, there's a lot of, believe it or not, canals and stuff. And there are some pretty damn good running trails there, but it's all city running. So you're going to get all that gorgeous and delicious carbon monoxide from the cars in your lungs. Yeah. And I, I like, I like city exercise. When I say that, like I like going th- for walks through a city. I really enjoy just putting on some headphones, throwing on some like a retro wave, vapor wave, or my personal favorite lazy cat jazz on Spotify. Which I have been listening to lately. (laughs) You can't, dude. It's so relaxing. Is it not? It's like perfect background music. It's it's my late night shower music. I just hit my UE boom, put on lazy cat jazz, take like a quick ten minute shower, and go to bed. It's it's so relaxing. Uh, I found that, and I don't know if it's a normal occurrence that people do, but like when you go for walks or like you ever envision yourself doing something, is it always in third person that you picture it? Uh, no, I just think you're weird. <laughs> I, that's totally fair. I was talking to my girlfriend about it. I was like, yeah, like if I'm going for a run, I start to get tired. I like picture myself third person and like a montage and be like, <laughs> oh, wouldn't that suck if I just watched this person give up? So then I'll push through or like if I'm going through a walk through the city, I'll picture third person. I like enjoy shit more. I get better, like more satisfaction out of it. Mm-hmm. But I've never expressed that to anybody. So I didn't know if that was like a common occurrence no, I, of like picturing I, yourself third person doing things. I, you know, I guess if I'm like creating, I guess we're tangenting off to like a Spotify list. Like when I'm creating a, a Spotify list, list to like when I'm going to school in the morning and I'm riding the train. I, yeah, I guess I, I kind of do picture myself in third person like, oh, yeah, this this would be dope as shit. You know, let me start off the day listening to like, uh, I don't know, KDA all out or something. Then next thing you know, I'm on the train yeah. and I'm listening to this and then it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is how I'm going to get pumped. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, like this, it's like you're putting together a soundtrack, but to do it, you have to see it. So you visualize third person. Yeah, yeah. OK, yeah, I I guess everyone does it. It's just we don't really think about it because it's something we've always done right yeah and i was talking to Myra, and she was like no i don't she gave me like a weird look like i was just weird about it and i totally could have been i don't fucking know well i mean but it's, the, it's just wild how you know i thought you know it took me a second to realize it but then it was like you know what yeah 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 when you're planning something you do do it in third person because we're fucking sadist i i really wonder why people like why we think like that because like you see everything first person so you figure if you're going to envision something it would be how you would actually see it right but like when you think about stuff it's always from that third person perspective i I don't know maybe like are you picturing yourself in the moment maybe we should get a psychologist or psychiatrist for our next special guest and ask these deep life questions coming soon on a future episode of outer hours (laughs) We take a look at why you picture yourself outside your body on next week's Outer <laughs> Hours. Um, I, yeah, I re- that's like a, I really want to know the answer to that. Like why, if that's just like, I don't even fucking know. I don't know. Maybe I'll, I'll ask my wife when she wakes up and see what she says. I'm like, hey, do you picture this? And she's like, no, you're fucking stupid. Leave me alone. Let me go back to sleep. I'm like, fine, whatever. <laughs> I uh, another thing that I realized is, is unique, and it might just be like a guy thing. I honestly don't know. Um, but people like I was talking to my girlfriend again about it. She's like, "What are you thinking about?" I'm like, "Nothing." She's like, well, "No, what are you thinking about?" Like, no, literally, literally nothing. nothing. Like, I'm literally just here. Yeah, <laughs> like not like 
It's nothing. We'll be sitting in the car and I'm like staring off into the distance. My wife would be like, what do you think about? Uh, nothing. Just bend things. And she's like, what's that? Nothing. Literally nothing. Yeah, no, it's literally just nothing. <laughs> like, I'll just stare and I'll soak everything in. But like, it doesn't like I'm just looking because my eyes are open. Not I mean, a thought in my mind. Thankfully, our significant others aren't, you know, the psycho host beast jealous types. And you're just staring off and like, you're looking at her ass, aren't you? I'm like, um, what ass? Where? And points to the car behind us. I'm like, how, how the fuck am I supposed to see that? Yeah. First of all, it's actually impossible, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I thankfully I'm able to point that stuff out when it happens. I'm like, what is going on right there? And she'll look and be like, I don't know. And I'm like, OK, let's stop talking about this because they're going to turn around and see us just pointing. Um, I've also realized I go out of my way to avoid eye contact with women <laughs> when I'm out and about. It's just um, so much easier that way. It's just like you're walking down, well, the, street, hey. walking down the street and here comes somebody in some nice you know, yoga pants. You're just like, shit, can't look. Well, like I don't like turn my head, but I'll just like I'll like actively just try and stare ahead. Just <laughs> just like when I'm walking, which yeah, might even so be fucking awkward. creepier. And, yeah, because you're just like uh, robot. <laughs> but I, I do it for a couple of reasons. Um, at first, like I would intentionally try to do it. And now it's just a, a habit uh, because I go for a lot of my walks like at night. Right around here because there tends to be less people out. Uh, I never want to make anybody feel like uncomfortable. And like you, unfortunately, like a lot of like a use of the rape whistle. Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, where I live in the summertime at night, that it's a, it's a common occurrence that happens and it's terrible. Yeah. And I never want to make somebody feel like uncomfortable walking because I don't feel uncomfortable walking anywhere. A, because I'm a guy. And thankfully, we're not, you know, subject to that kind of thing. Uh, and then when I'm out with my girlfriend, I don't as, want to do it as because often, I don't want to. We are subject to that thing, just not as often. True. Um, I don't want to make anybody feel uncomfortable or scared. Or if I'm with uh, my girlfriend, I don't want them to be like, oh, that guy's a pig. Why is she with him? Yeah. So funny you know story I mean? about. Um, uh, well, no, to touch on, I used to live with. Um, this couple in San Antonio and they were really good friends and the husband, he didn't really want to go out to places like Lowe's and stuff. And, but the wife did, and I would always go with her and I was single at the time and to like the outside yeah. observer, it looked like we're a couple, but you know, we're walking around Lowe's and stuff and like, Oh man, she's got a nice butt, nice ass or something. And I'm staring and everyone's like, Oh my God, how does she put up with that? He's such a pig. He keeps looking. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I don't want people to think that. Yeah. Of, and of, it, you know, my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, so now like, instinctively. Yeah. It's like, I would, you know, try to hit like on a girl and then she's looking at my friend and she's like, uh, what a creep. How does she stand that? <laughs> uh, and sometimes it'll be like, they'll be coming closer and I'll be, it'll be start to get difficult. I'm like, okay. And five, four, Three, two, look ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, look at that bird. <laughs> what bird? <laughs> yeah, what? Um, well, it also helps that I have such a l weird love obsession with trees that I can be right. like, honey, look at this tree. And like, typically, I actually mean it. Like, I've named trees by our house that I love. And we talk about how when we buy a house, like I'm going to plant probably like 30 trees in our backyard of like, I want a weeping willow in my front yard, preferably two, one on each side. Right. Uh, I want a pine tree or an evergreen tree. And if we move somewhere where I can grow it, I'm going to find a way to plant a fucking sequoia in my backyard. <laughs> Good luck. It's just going to take, well, the willow tree is going to take not, all the fucking water. <clears throat> that's actually what they oh, use. If you think I'm not well, no, going to pay say, extra. That's what they use to drain swamps. Like um, they'll plant willow trees because they suck up so much water. So they'll use that to help drain swamps and like uh, estuaries and no shit. No shit. Yeah. You learn something new every day, dude. 
Yeah, I suppose if I would have stuck with my desire for education in environmental science, in I would have figured that out eventually. Yeah. Um, uh, so I, I I saw you you sent me a message the other day. You're you know going for computer science now. Why? Why? <laughs> yeah. So that's a great question. Considering I I am a real big environmental person and really want to like work with nature and why I'm not. Um, so I applied for a job with the Department of Natural Resources in Wisconsin, pretty much like the Fish and Wildlife Service here. Um, cause U.S. Fish and Wildlife, mm-hmm. I don't believe is in Wisconsin. Uh, it's mainly through our DNR. And I passed the first portion where they asked me to come back for more interviews to, to move forward with the process. And that in my mind was like one of my dream jobs or it was the dream job to go out and, and work with nature and help protect it and whatnot. Uh, then when it actually came time to <clears throat> like, okay, we, you know, you have a chance to move forward with this. I really started to think about like what a career in that would actually look like. And while it'd be great for me, you know, I want to start a family. I want to live in a house. I want to be close to, you know, my significant other and just the, the job, the requirements that it would take for me to do that job successfully wouldn't give me the family life that I wanted. Um, so then I was looking at other jobs within still the, the nature field in the city uh, and nothing really sounded like, not that I wasn't passionate in, but I couldn't see myself doing it. You know, right. that third person montage came in and I, I couldn't envision it. So I was like, okay, well, you know, why am I going to spend you know, twenty, thirty thousand dollars on school for something that I can't even in my mind picture. Uh, and I've always been into computers when I was younger. Um, I was real big into computer science and building websites and stuff. Uh, as of recently, I've gotten gotten back into it more. And I was like, well, hey, aside from the pay typically being pretty good for software developers or like data scientists or, or software engineers. In the city where I live, they do offer pretty good work-life balance. I can go to school for it um, for, I think, collectively about $15,000. I can get an associate's out of it, get some internships while I'm doing it. And I looked at like coding boot camps and stuff. And while those are definitely accelerated, it's about the same price. But I don't get an actual, I'll get a certificate, but it's not like an accredited thing. You know, uh, I'd rather have the degree than I would a certificate. And... I think in my mind, spending three months learning everything or two years learning everything, you know, in your mind, what's going to be more valuable person who has two years learning everything they're, they're going to take a deeper look into everything. They're going to learn it. I imagine, you know, more in depth, have more knowledge on it. And then I was like, okay, well, I can still do this computer thing or I can still do the nature thing, but I can do it with computers. So right. instead of working for a giant tech company, maybe I can try and get a job with a DNR, but on the computer side. So I'm still having an effect on protecting that stuff, but I'm able to do that portion while having a good work-life balance. Um, Plus, if we ever leave where we live now, I pretty much could find a job anywhere, either working remote um, or everybody needs tech people. Yeah, and there's there's also like a billion and one little industries that you could expand into because you know computer science is everywhere uh for instance my brother he works for this company and they build systems and he's gone everywhere but he's he's worked from home for like two and a half years even pre-pandemic uh he doesn't have to remote in i mean he doesn't have to go to the office he can remote in and work on his project uh i will say i hope you like fucking math because i think you have to do cal one Cal two for your associates. You have to go all the way up to Cal four for your bachelor's. So whatever hair you have now, so, take pictures. That shit will be gone. Trust. So I should specify with that. I'm not getting a degree in computer science. Okay. Um, the degree that I'm going for is strictly for web and software development. So it's extremely specialized in just to, that. I, I think you still have to. Take I've already a, a finished trip. my math requirements for it. Oh, lucky you. From my college before. Because um, when I went to the college, we had to take like this entrance test of like what level they were going to put you at. And mm-hmm. 
thankfully, I don't know how my 1.7 GPA in high school, by the way, kids, if you're in high school and you're listening, don't get a 1.7, just fucking buckle down and yeah, try to finish like a three. I mean, It'll make your you life so much test, easier when you're you going can to college. still test out, but yeah, do better you in high can, school. You can, but the, the acceptance rate is, because they'll look at GPA not just how smart you are, because I killed my ACT. I have like a 33 on it. 35 or 36 is like the max. It's been 12 right. years. I don't remember what the max is. Um, but I was getting denied from schools because my GPA was so low. I feel like you're smart, but you don't do anything. Well, well, yeah, why would we accept you? Well, that's if you go straight into a university. If you go to a junior college first, then you're fine. And I was applying initially straight in universities. Uh, but the technical school that I'm going to go to uh, for it, I tested out of pretty much everything uh, to where and I kind of wish that I wouldn't have because then when I had to sign up for math, I was like their highest level math class. I was like, oh, this fucking sucks. Um, but I had completed those uh, a couple of years ago and those will carry over. So the only thing I'll have to take, I think is one English class and the rest will be entirely course specific towards the degree. Is it like a uh, writing Thank 102? God. Something like that. I, I can pull it up. It's just, I think it's like an English literacy or English yeah, literature. It, it, it's, it's course I got to like- take. 102, which you're going to fucking hate. Beware Frost. Frost is the most hackneyed writer in American history. And anyone who's listening who likes Frost, fight me. Pull up to Tempe, Arizona and fight our co-host, Benji. (laughs) Good luck, because if you're not from here, as soon as you step outside, I promise you, you'll melt. You'll look like melted ice cream. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, so the, the the school does offer a computer science program, but I really wanted to kind of like just crack down on what I was looking to do. And this offers, aside from that one class, it'll be ex- specifically uh, web and software development. So I'll have a degree sp- specifically for that. I do know computer science could probably bring in more opportunities. I'm just not at this point in my life, not going to do all the extra, the steps toward that when I'm 34 entering the workforce and the yeah. field I want versus 32. By the time I'm 34, I'll have two years in and I can apply elsewhere to get a better paying job. Well, so you know, I'm also like teaching myself coding on the side. If you need exposure, I'm going to need a website too soon. So I'll pay you an exposure with my like six Instagram followers. <laughs> um, first of all, I'll build you a website just so I can put it on my resume or like my portfolio um, for it. Absolutely. Like right now I'm teaching myself coding outside of school. I'm learning Python. Uh, that fucking sucks. You're welcome. Learning just because of my ADD. I have a really hard time focusing on things for longer than like an hour unless it's like a movie where I'm constantly being stimulated for it. So I, I'm learning that in in shorter increments throughout the week. Instead of doing, you know, four hours a day, I'll do maybe two hours every other day, so I can f- right. like focus on it and grind down on it. I have uh, notebooks that I've been uh, just taking like all <laughs> sorts of notes in, um, of what not like to show to show a subset of a list. We use a colon inside the square brackets, and then I'll oh, write it God. out what it looks like. <laughs> Um, well, you see, the, the good yeah, thing about it's Python a, is like <laughs> it's a constructor. I think it's called a construction language, and it's like the base for so many other languages. And once you learn Python, you can branch into a lot of other things. And that's that's the reason why I, I chose Python to start with. From some of the research I was looking at, a lot of people recommend using it because it's the most kind of straight to the point coding language. Uh, mm-hmm. And once you understand that, it'll be easier for you to, to branch out into other fields. Or other fields, other languages within, uh, you know, the the development world. So I'm hoping by the time school starts in August, I'll have a pretty good grasp on at least the basics of Python because it's not one of the languages that they teach. It's not primarily used in web development or like HTML no, is or JavaScript. Yeah, or, it's it's more like um, Python's more for like applications and stuff, and like I think. Uh, it's used a lot in like uh, developing Android apps and stuff. Um, 
so Python's real good for like machine learning and AI. Yeah. Um, if I go into data science, it'll be really helpful for me there, which is the field I'm absolutely willing to go into. Uh, 100%. So, and I also just think that the more languages that I, I know, at least, I, I really want to have one language essentially like mastered. Um, yeah, maybe not mastered, but Java. a very strong proficiency in. Because then I could be like, I, I put it on Facebook. Somebody had a great analogy. It was like, would you rather know how to, or an employer would rather you know how to take apart one car from top to bottom than take the wheels off four different cars. Because once you have that top general understanding of how something works top to bottom, it'll be easier for you to learn how to do it on another system. Where if you could take yeah. the cars off of four different vehicles or, you know, whatever, you're going to get to the engine and be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I thought that was a great point. Um, so I'm going to try and hammer down know, on this as much as possible. I'm going to say if, if, you know, if they want you to only know, you know, how to take off the wheels of four different cars, don't you think it's time to change employers? I mean, yeah, it'd be a really shitty mechanic place at which a car worked on. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. The guy who changes the was- wheels on Chevy's is not here today. <laughs> Yeah, just the Ford guy's in, and he's backlogged. (laughs) Oh, speaking of Fords, shameless plug, uh, my mom got a new Ford yesterday. She got an Escape Hybrid, and uh, she doesn't know how to work any of it. (laughs) First of all, props in the hybrid. Uh, Also, a jab at Ford. I was reading the internet the other day. I'm pretty sure I was on Reddit. Uh, Oh, see, that's your first mistake. it's a well, Reddit's phenomenal. Watch your mouth. Uh, it was a joke <laughs> about Fords, and it was a uh, why don't why doesn't Facebook allow videos longer than twenty five seconds? And someone wrote on there, so Ford owners can't post their quarter mile times. And I was like, oh, that's a burn. <laughs> that 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 hurts my soul. But no, she got the um, Escape Hybrid, and like got got all this tech stuff, and she's coming from a two thousand and eight Honda Pilot. So it's like, mom, it's like, I don't know how, like, it's got the heads up and it's got the panoramic, the whole kit and caboodle. And she only knows how to hit start. Oh, she's getting a spaceship. Yeah, yeah. She's going, she's going from like a fucking diesel submarine to a nuclear submarine. <laughs> Has no idea how to work any of it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, that's kind of exciting, but also overwhelming. Yeah. She, I remember not even... Mm-hmm. No, I was gonna, she just needs to spend some quality time with it to learn all the fun stuff. Yeah, I the, my biggest one of my gripes with all the new tech and cars. When I drove previously, I had like a '93 Honda Civic, right? <laughs> Fucking all russet dials. can on wheels. Um, and it, yeah, everything was manual. Um, like obviously the transmission was manual uh, because. I thought I was in Fast and the Furious. You're not a man. But like the windows were manual. <laughs> the, the mirrors were manual. <laughs> when I hopped in uh, my girlfriend's car to drive, I couldn't figure out how to change the side mirrors. And I was getting like fucking frustrated with it. <laughs> like this doesn't make sense. Why can't I just push this in? And then right above There's the window locks, button. it was like left window, right window. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I, I like you know, having extra features in cars. I think it's great for like safety things and whatnot. But at some point, like, do you even need arms aside from moving the steering wheel? Well, you see, I'm I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum there. I want all the fucking tech in the world. I want a Jetsons car. Not the fact that it goes. No, the fact that I push a button, it starts and I hit another button and it goes. We have cars around Phoenix. They're called Waymos, and they're self, like, sixty percent self-driving, and it's pretty cool. Uh, and that's what I want, but I don't know how to get into that program. So even our current car is uh, six years old because it's twenty sixteen, and the tech that I'm looking at in five years. No, it's six because model years get um, released late, uh, depending on which company. It's either like a so, like, some companies are already marketing or selling 2022s right now. So. 
Why do they do that? That is the most confusing shit in the world. I, I don't know. So I always add one extra. So, yeah, it's a 2016, but I'm counting it as a, you know, six years old. And even the tech from six years ago versus the tech that's coming today is so fucking different. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. But uh, that's enough. I just view as there's just more things that can go wrong. Well, yeah. And, you know, my wife used to work for a major U.S. car insurance company. Um, I'm not going to say who it is, yeah. but they do have a little green lizard for a mascot. Um, and yeah, like. <laughs> you might as well have just said the fucking name at that I'm point. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it, but you know who it is. Um, and she would get people who are changing, like, they just got a new car and, like, they had a car from, like, five, five to ten years ago. And their premiums go up, like, 150 bucks. And, like, why is it going up so much? Like, well, you know, yeah, you got a newer car and there's more safety features, but those safety features cost more to replace. And so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. It absolutely does. You know, if you got to replace a motor for a mirror versus a knob to turn it, well, that motor's going to cost more. Yeah, and like, so that's why, you know, basically, if you deploy an airbag now, the cars rolled a uh, total loss. Which. Shut the fuck up. Really? Yeah, it's so expensive to replace the airbag, the airbag sensor, and anything else. That it it basically is ruled a total loss. I think the only fully like autonomous car, I don't even know that's the right word for it. The only fully electric car I would buy would be if Apple made a car. Because their shit just works <laughs> on fucking everything right that I have from them. No problems. My watch, my and phone, Apple my headphones, my computer. <laughs> I give a shit if Apple tracks me. They could put a chip in me for all I care. Um, I don't give a fuck. They already but did. But if they made a car. You got, you got yeah, your I mean, I'm technically wearing right? one on my wrist. Oh, no, wait. That's Bill Gates. Oh, yeah, dude. Never mind. My bad. <laughs> oh, he can track me, dude. I'm. So, it's weird that I'm against all this electronic car shit, but I'm totally for getting like a chip put in me. <laughs> if it means like I can walk into shit and not to pull up my wallet and just like scan my wrist. I'm about it. Or if I'm going to have like a heart attack and they're going to send someone to my house preemptively because they're like, you're going to, f- you're about to have a heart attack. I'm about it. Yeah. If they want to see my internet history, oh, we need to have a conversation about what portions are we going to allow to be shared or not. But like, the, I don't believe you know, in this whole conspiracy of incognito mode. Oh, bro. So I use the Brave browser. Uh, so I, I go incognito with a with a uh, a VPN on it through Tor, and it's a pain in the ass. Oh I logged into my Gmail on it, <laughs> and I forgot that I was in the the Tor mode, and everything was in like German. It's <laughs> like what the fuck is this? <laughs> and I logged into my phone, checked my email to approve the sign in. It's like, are you trying to log in in Belgium? I was like, I guess I am. Yes, I guess so. So that was pretty cool. I didn't realize that it was like that covering your tracks so yeah i I tried a vpn once it just i think it was just too much extra steps and you know i don't have the best credit in the world but you know i'm also in the va system and i've been in there for a couple years now so i'm pretty sure all my information's already out there so have fun guys audio my my card is terrible um apple you know how they give you like the password manager it'll tell you if your password had been compromised yeah. Well, every single one of my passwords has been compromised. Like, we recommend changing it. <laughs> no, I'm not. If someone wants to log in, like, my Twitter, too much work. go for it. Yeah, go, go for, for it. it. At this point, like, I don't care. What are you going to do? What are you, you going to do? All, all six followers I'm 30, on Twitter. I'm going like, into college. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my God, you know, Dylan my just life said is this on Twitter. Just starting. Yeah, there's nothing that could be put on the internet that I'd find embarrassing. Uh, my Snapchat got hacked a couple, I, like two or three years ago. And they were like, do you want that password back? I'm like, no. No. They can have it. <laughs> it's fine. I don't care. Because what, what even um, is Snapchat? It's just a way to send like dick and crotch shots. That's about it. Essentially, yeah. Snapchat, I mean, I view it now as just a way to 
drunkenly send things you wish that you wouldn't have. Yeah, yeah. Um, because it, it disappears unless someone takes a screenshot. Yeah, what is it like? It which stays for like 15 minutes or something like that, and then it's gone? So I think you can choose the duration of it. I think for if you put on like your story, I think it's 24 hours. I think if you message it to someone, once they view it, and then if they back out, they can't view it's it It's gone. Like it, yeah, so it's like a one-time view. So basically it's like cool. a social media system for goldfish? Uh, pretty much, yeah. Basically, I, if yeah. remember the Ashley Madison website? Yeah. Yeah. Of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? Didn't the yeah. senator get caught on that or something like that? I hope so. I'm sure so many people did. I've used Snapchat. It's the Ashley Madison of social media. <laughs> if you don't understand that reference, then that's fine. Good on you for having an innocent youth. Um, but Snapchat, Basically, yeah, it's the Ashley all your Madison information's of, out there. of social media. Yeah, don't Ugh. join a website and pay to cheat on your spouse. What are you doing? That's a bad call. Yeah, do it for free at the local bar. Do it like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> I'm gonna say just be like a normal person and go to a strip club and pay some girl five hundred dollars to help her get through med school. At least, at least you're helping the economy Dude. that way. So I went to Vegas for my 21st birthday. Mistake number and one. And I went to a strip club. <laughs> yeah. Also, don't tell anybody you're in Vegas for your 21st birthday. Because all, all you will hear is, oh, real original. And that just ruins your fucking day. Uh, but I went to a strip club for the first time there. And we went to a bunch of different ones. And we ended up going to this one that was a, was a full nude strip club. And it was like 40 bucks to get in. Mistake number one. Already a bad call. Yeah. And my door in prime time they don't didn't serve you? alcohol there. It was like three o'clock on a Tuesday. <laughs> like, oh, skank in shift. the middle of the afternoon. Right. Yeah. Again, 21, never been. I didn't fucking know. All the other ones we went to, it was like, yeah, like 10 p.m. Shit was just off the wall. We're like, this is amazing. Uh, went to this full nude one. It was 40 bucks to get in. They don't serve actual alcohol there. By the way, they have like a house beer, which is right. pretty much watered down Bud Light. And usually the um, full nudes are BYOB. And that, that would totally make sense. You didn't uh, hear that from me. We went into it. <laughs> it's fine. I'm not going back, so it's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> and they're like, oh, do you want like a private dance? So I was like, fuck yeah, I do. Uh, and they go, hey, for like 600 bucks, you can do whatever you want. I was like, can I leave leave for free? Um, And they're like, well, (laughs) your friend's over there and, you know, he's spending $600. I was like, good for him. Like, no, (laughs) this this is not what I'm here for. Uh, So, yeah, if you don't do any medicine, just go to Vegas. There you go. So it's it's the the way. Most I've ever spent at an exotic dance club maybe 500 one night um newly single just got back from uh deployment and you know the girls were nice I was oh you were Ho- roaring to go oh yeah dude i was in hawaii girls were nice um i had extra cash and so uh they're like hey yeah we can go in the champagne room and yes folks it is true there is no sex in the champagne room so I was like, oh, yeah, sure. How much is it going to cost? She's like, oh, well, the cheapest one is like 400 bucks, but you get me for an hour. I'm like, eh, sure. Why not? Could you elaborate? <laughs> <laughs> uh, long story short, um, and to my lovely wife, I'm sorry about this. Uh, we did uh, end up going to the hotel that I was staying at afterwards. Wink, wink. Oh, there you go. Yeah, wife, if you're listening, stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, at that point, if you heard me say uh, it, yeah. it's too late. So good luck. <laughs> oh, she 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 knows most of my stories, anyways. But yeah, so yeah, I think it was like 500 bucks that night's when I spent. But I mean, to each their own. Uh, we still need to take our friend Zenzel to Las Vegas when he turns 21. So Zenzel, if you're listening, pack your fucking bags because I know next year you turn 21. 
Oh, we'll absolutely take them there. The problem is, is that neither one of us drink anymore. Um, oh, I mean, I don't even, I, dude, I might, I might drink just to get Zenzel drunk, to be honest. Well, Zenzel uh, drinks. I think that would be. he drinks. Does he? Yeah, he does. You didn't, you don't remember like. No uh, shit. He was complaining about the Jack Daniels on New Year's. I'm going to be honest. You don't. Most of the time when he talks to me. <laughs> Like I listen, I just don't retain it, and in, in no way like anything bad to him. I just don't pay attention because it, it, it's so inconsistent when he talks. Um, like I don't know if anybody listening, like if you have a friend who is primarily quiet, and then when they do talk, it's like you should have just stayed quiet. You brought more it's of the conversation. I want yeah shit that like doesn't have anything to do with what we're talking about. Unfortunately, nine times out of ten. That is the case at times when he's talking. Like we'll have a conversation. He'll come in. He won't say anything. And then just be like, yeah, so. Set of the blue. Just like, uh, so did you guys watch my this? My dog's week? sick. What? Zenzo, where the <laughs> yeah. hell did you come from? You see that new episode of NCIS? It's like we're talking about like careers. You're talking about NCIS. No, I haven't seen it. Yes, I will. Who, it's a fantastic show. Who even watches NCIS anymore? Like, who? Oh, me. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, of course. Me. Are you like 40, five and like on your pretty third mu- marriage? Pretty much. Uh, I'm only getting married once. I, I <laughs> fucking hope. Um, <laughs> but I watch NTIS. The problem is that they only have 15 seasons and I think there's 19 out. So I don't know what's happening. Only 15. In the new shit. Only I don't, 15. <laughs> I don't have like uh, Benji. I watched the same probably nine shows throughout my entire life. I have Friends, which is, in my opinion, the greatest television show ever made. Uh, the Office, West right. Wing, uh, Madam Secretary, because I have the biggest crush on Taylor Leone. Um, Dude, what the hell are you? You life, have to be like 65. Yes. You had, these are all shows <laughs> that my mom watches and like my well, mother-in-law let, let watches. Let me redeem myself. <laughs> Let me redeem myself. I have some some young hip shows. Uh, Gilmore Girls. Don't do. Uh, All right, you know Gossip our Girl. hour is up. Thanks for tuning in. To our <laughs> Gossip Girl, first of all, oh, phenomenal. No, uh, the Vampire no. Diaries. Yeah, I'm pretty much a 45 year old woman living in suburbia. No, now now you're like a 13 year old prepubescent girl. For Gilmore Girls, I think that alone makes me 40. Uh, I don't know. My wife watches that, so. And I, I, I watch it exclusively in autumn because I can really get into it. Oh, God. The estrogen is high with this one. Hey, I got my. <laughs> the, uh, so the guy who played Luke um, in Gilmore Girls, and I know you know who that is, so don't yeah. pretend to be like, who is that? Yeah. No, because um, I remember you doing this. I got him to do. For your... I got. Yeah. Yeah. I had the, ca- the cameo done. <laughs> Which is super cool. Uh, for the record, uh, but also, I f- <laughs> my wife also likes Gilmore Girls. I'm like, hey, yeah. So Dylan did this for his, you know, fiance, and like, how would you feel if I did that for you? It's like, I will fucking kill you. <laughs> Why? I got that I, whole birthday was just all Gilmore Girl stuff. I don't know. She, I don't know. My wife is weird when it comes to stuff like that. Um, my favorite TV shows. Uh. I like uh, Aside from your Korean soap operas. Yes. Yes. Korean soap opera. Well, yeah. Korean soap operas. Um, I like Steven Universe. I like um, We Bear Bears. I like I like a lot of cartoons. So I figure if I keep watching cartoons, I'll be young at heart. But like uh, actual TV shows that are currently airing. Uh, well, not currently. I like 30 Rock. I've been watching that a lot recently. Um. And I'm mm-hmm. mad at myself for waiting to like it ended like four years ago, five years ago that I'm finally watching it because that show is fucking hilarious. That's the move, though. You have to wait for the shows to be done because then you don't have to wait episode like weekly. You can just yeah. grind it all out. So you were smart. Yeah, we are watching a drama right now that it's currently airing. So we have to take our time watching the episodes because usually we'll watch like one episode a night. And we're done in like two mm-hmm. two weeks, but now it's 
currently airing, so it's like, okay, we can only watch one episode a week. It's the worst. Yeah. It's the absolute worst. There's so, so many shows I wish I would wait on. Like Blacklist, I'm pissed that I started that before it was done. Uh, which one is that? That's the one with uh, James Spader. He is like a... Uh, okay. He's on the FBI's most wanted list. He's like a criminal mastermind. Uh, oh, I, yeah. That's, that's as where I just they get like said, the social security numbers or something like that. No. Oh, um, I, don't I think know. that's person of interest that you're thinking of. Uh, I know okay. I just said wait for a TV show to be finished before you watch it, but I would just start the blacklist just because it's phenomenal. So I, good. I have so much on my to watch list. And um, and here's another reason why I watch Korean dramas, uh, because they are only 16 episodes. It's not very often that they go into multiple seasons. So I hate watching American TV shows where it's like, OK, well, uh, this didn't pan out. So we're just going to cancel it after one season, at least with dramas. It's like it's it's a one off series. So it's going to be open and close. You're going to have closure. I, I hate watching something like uh, what was it like? The 100 had like one and a half seasons and it just like fucking crashed. And it's like, I don't want that in my TV shows because then I'm going to be pissed off. Or Firefly was one of them. Bro, the too. 100 went on for like Firefly was bullshit. How dare they fucking cancel that? Um, the well, 100 has multiple fan. seasons. You already if I'm know not this. mistaken. <laughs> well, I'm, uh, um, I was yeah, just dude. an example. Okay, it's just so I was gonna say that went on for six years. Yeah, some TV shows just definitely like, should have um, ended sooner. Yeah, or then you get some shit like How I Met Your Mother, where it's like. We're going to spend eight and a half seasons talking about how Ted is trying to get with his mom. And then like, she only gets 45 minutes of screen time in the last five episodes, dies of fucking cancer. <laughs> and then kids like, Oh yeah, you can go bang Robin. It's cool. We get it. I was like, what, what did I just waste yeah, dude, what eight a and a half years ending. of my life? Yeah. But that's why I watch what, Korean that, dramas. That show, that's a valid reason. Um, I often, tend to if i look at a show that i haven't seen before and there's like 18 seasons i really have to contemplate if i'm going to put this much fucking time in because there's going to be some bad fucking oh, yeah. seasons like law and order i love that show but you know you got like what 25 26 seasons and it's just like you had the good seasons with maloney like and then he leaves and then haggerty's taken over and then she becomes the boss and then it's just like ah, i don't want to invest that much time I think the good thing about that kind of show is that it's episodic. So yeah. every episode's a little bit different, if I'm not mistaken, right? They like, are. Um, if NCIS did a storyline. Seasonal arch, arcs, whatever you want to call them. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. That, yeah, that was always a show I would just like, I'd hear the dun dun. And I'm like, well, fucking <laughs> someone's getting raped. Um, also. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, who's probably this not week? a great thing to is joke it a kid? about. Is it an adult? Is it a child? It's just like, okay. Yeah, dude. Also, what a wild show to have on television. Right? The special victims unit where it's all just like terrible, terrible crimes against like women and children. Like what? Or criminal yeah, minds. And it's just like. I, I think the likelihood of that show having a crime against a guy is so low. Mandy Patinkin, phenomenal actor, oh, wait, by the way. Wait, played great wait, wait, as wait. Gideon. There's an actual show called Criminal Minds. I thought it was just a euphemism for you to go have sex. Wait, have, okay. <laughs> I'm just messing with you because um, every night you'll say, okay, yeah, it's time like, for Criminal all, Minds. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's true. I, I would say that. I'm like, son, guess who did it last night? Um, <laughs> Somebody watched Mandy Criminal Patinkin Minds. Mandy Patinkin ended up leaving that show. Uh, Mandy Patinkin ended up leaving that show because she's like, this is not at all what I thought it was going to be. And every episode is just like these women getting slaughtered or raped or like butchered <laughs> into pieces. It's like, yeah, dude, that's fu Then we, I'm not going to get into it because it's going to go take a left turn. It just, some things I think might be a little bit too dramatic for mainstream television. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And you know, I think that's where American TV has gone wrong, but you know, we can save that for another episode. 
where we glorify the negative outlooks on America. <laughs> but yeah. Anyways, we uh, thank you very much for listening to this episode here of the Outer Hours podcast. Again, this is Dylan, your host, along with Benji, your co-host here on the Outer Hours uh, special guest series, where Benji is just always going to be one of our special guests, and we'll have another one on when the time comes. <laughs> if you enjoy our content, please do remember to follow us over on Twitter at Outer Hours and Instagram at Outer.Hours. <laughs>